Hello, and welcome back to the User Flows Podcast. My name is Thomas Morell, and I will be your host. It's been a crazy month for myself and my family. We packed up and sold our home in New Jersey and moved to beautiful Savannah, Georgia. We've been debating this move for many years now, so we finally pulled the trigger. It's been a dream so far, but you know, of course, it's still the honeymoon phase, so we have a lot to learn and a lot more to discover. Continuing this podcast throughout the move, though, I'll be bouncing around with my family from rental to rental as we build our dream home here on the coast. A little update on the podcast for those of you who continue to listen. Um, we have listeners, which is really, really exciting, and I really can't thank you all enough. Of course, you know, it's not thousands of listeners, but it is in the hundreds, which for me is really exciting. You know, I started this podcast to help those of you who may be considering the journey or career transition into the field of UX design. And I did this not only to help people grow and learn, but also selfishly to really help myself grow and learn. And my gosh, it's been quite a learning curve. So I had a slight snafu with the recording of this podcast. So you'll notice the audio is a little bit off, but that's the only way to learn, isn't it? You know, trial and error. Thank you all so, so much for continuing to listen. If you'd like to be a friend to the show, please share this with anyone you know who may be interested in the field of UX design. Uh, Subscribe and leave a rating on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. If you have any specific topics you'd like to discuss or hear discussed, feel free to reach out um, and share those topics, requests, questions, or ideas. I'm all ears and I'm here for you. So very excited for this episode today. You'll be listening to a conversation I had with freelance UX UI designer, Ivan Krigo. Ivan recently started his career after attending a UX bootcamp offered through Career Foundry. Previously, Ivan had an amazing job as a university recruiter at the New Jersey Institute of Technology, and he got paid to literally travel around the world. You know, nice work if you can get it, right? But after the realities of COVID set in, Ivan realized he would need to look for into a new career. Luckily, a friend introduced him to UX design and he got pointed you know, in the right direction. A big shout out to Brian Evans for introducing me to Ivan. You can listen to my conversation with Brian in User Flows episode number two. So Ivan and I talk about a number of his experiences throughout his journey into becoming a UX designer. And for those of you who may be considering that same journey, I think you'll find what he has to share enlightening, and I hope you enjoy. So Ivan, thanks very much for joining me on User Flows. I really appreciate it. Totally. Um, yeah, our shared friend, Brian Evans, connected us. Uh, Brian was on episode one, um, and he was a lot of fun, as he's always a lot of fun to have around. Um, and really glad he connected us, because from the sounds of it, you're kind of exactly the type of person I wanted to speak to, because... I mentor students who are currently training or building up their skill set to become UX designers. Yeah. And it sounds like you just went through that kind of process and you're now you know, working in UX and uh, seem to be loving it. I've seen some of your posts on LinkedIn. And so you're going through all the, <laughs> the ups and downs of, you know, a oh, new yeah. career. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Um, thanks so time. much. Yeah. Good. Thanks for having me. Yeah. And also congratulations on the new job. So that's very Thank exciting. you. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. awesome. All right. So what, what exactly were you doing before you decided to go into UX? So I actually had a pretty, uh, pretty awesome job before UX. I actually was a college recruiter okay. uh, for, for a university uh, in Newark, New Jersey, uh, yep. called the New Jersey Institute of Technology. So yeah. um, 
I was the assistant director of international admissions. So I actually got to pretty much live overseas for half the year for like five years. <laughs> um, amazing. So, yeah, it was a great job. I won't lie. That's that's I'm going to miss that a lot. I I've been to more countries in Asia, I think, than states in the United States. So, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it's, it was an awesome job. But uh, yeah, but then COVID hit and, you know no more international recruitment. <laughs> so I was like, you yeah, know, this is the time. This is the time to start doing other things. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, so yeah. what made what made you make the jump to uh, UX design? Uh, so actually, I had always wanted to work in tech, but I feel like that's such a broad term now. <laughs> yeah. um, and I was always doing some random design stuff on like Photoshop or whatever have you. And I just spoke to a buddy of mine who um, worked uh, as our IT specialist at our unit, one of our at our university, mm-hmm. and basically, he sort of was like, "I think you should look into UX UI design. You should really check that out. Like, I f- sort of feel like that's sort of your thing. And you're always solving all the problems here, and you're always fixing these things and this and that. And he's like, it's sort of the combo. You know, you you get to be creative, you get to solve things, and you get to work in tech. And I was like, ah. I'll check it out. Man, he was spot on. Like he was, that was like the best description. I was like, that's exactly what I'm looking for. And basically I never turned back. I I decided like, Hey, you know what? This is the time to do it. (laughs) Nice. It was that simple. I know. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Fantastic. Well, you'll have to go buy that guy a beer after this is all. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I owe him a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I owe him plenty now, actually. (laughs) Okay. And so how how did you kind of go about, you know, I guess researching uh, the field and kind of getting into it. Did you do a boot camp or anything? Yeah, so um, I did a lot of Google searching. <laughs> Googling was yeah. a lot involved. Uh, LinkedIn helped a lot too uh, to sort of see what okay. people were doing. Um, but I did. I did a boot camp, um, and it was great. It was awesome. Um, the boot camp is not going to be the answer to all of our problems, but it for someone who, you know, because people say that you could learn UX on your own. And I really do think that there are people that can learn things like that on their own. I'm not the kind of person that yeah. could just teach. You know what I mean? I can't just do it by myself. So the boot camp was a good answer for me. So that's what I ended up doing. Okay, fantastic. If you don't mind saying, which uh, boot camp did you go through? Oh, yeah. I did Career Foundry. Have you heard of Career Foundry? I have. I have. They post um, all the time. <laughs> on yes. LinkedIn. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they're one of the big ones, I would say. Um, I mentor students for Springboard. But I've seen nice. a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And Springboard seems really great. I love the curriculum. I mm-hmm. love connecting with the students. But I've met a lot of people that came through Career Foundry and it seems to be a really, you know, good program. Um, people, it, it's awesome. I, yeah. I enjoyed it. Good, good, good. So when you said it doesn't answer all the questions, what uh, what questions did it answer for you? <laughs> um, it gave me the very, very, very awesome basics of um of ux design but it wasn't up until i started the job where i was like oh this is what they truly mean when you have to you know explain to an engineer why we need to do this or why how you explain to you know a product manager or a higher up manager why we need why we design something a certain way i think uh i think those are some of the things that the boot camp lacks i mean unless you have a boot camp that involves the uh I think some boot camps have like a internship type of thing involved or incorporated in some kind of way. Yeah. Um, but, um, and, and I think that 
things like teaching yourself like if you're teaching yourself Figma or if you're teaching yourself Adobe XD or something like that, the yeah. the, the boot camps aren't going to teach you anything really within the program. You know, you kind of have to like go and figure out how to do all that stuff on your own. <laughs> that <Okay>. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know? So absolutely. Um, I, I think that was a bit of a shock for me because I was like, I was like, oh man, I'm going to learn how to use like Figma finally. And no, <laughs> it's like, no, you can use whichever one you want. I'm like, oh man, now I got to figure out what I want. I know what I want to do in here. I want it to look like this, but now I got to figure out how to make it look like this. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, which program did you end up kind of navigating towards? I went with Figma, but I've officially used um, three of them on okay. a larger scale now. So I've used yeah. XD, Sketch, and Figma now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I yeah. need to kind of start learning Figma. I've you know, used XD at home and I use Sketch at work. So I haven't had a need yeah. to, but it looks pretty fantastic. They just released a new... Uh, Whole kind of portion of their design software too called fig jam i guess which is kind of a whole yeah. miro type of uh you know whiteboarding thing which yeah, really people seem excited out. for it totally yeah it seems seems really cool um so one of the things one of the questions i get a lot from the, the students that i mentor with and stuff is kind of landing the first job mm-hmm. interviewing all those things how was the kind of the process for you going from boot camp to the interview process um so i'm i'm gonna go, i'm gonna go i hate saying that i'm blessed because i never like to say that i was just pointing <laughs> that out there i don't like to say That's it fair. but i will say that i definitely got lucky i found my first freelance job my my very first freelance job i actually found it with while i was still taking the ux course oh that's fantastic um yeah yeah but um but i the company didn't really realize what they were looking for. And it was it didn't end up being too much of a UX job. It ended up being more sort of instructional design also, which, you know, okay. it's its own thing. But um, yeah. when I'm talking about like my, my, the very true UX job, uh, mm-hmm. the very first one, the very first really great freelance one, um, I got it within two months of finishing my program. Um, Congratulations. And, That's a thank you. Big um, feat. Yeah. Great job. Yeah. But trust there are, there were like 200 applications out there with my name on it. So it was very few that had called me back. So it, it was, it's, it's intense. So you got to like, you know, get used to the idea of just sending out your resume or sending out portfolio or, set, or just applying to all these jobs. But eventually you got to recall. Um, as for the process itself though, I got to give a big thanks to, um, to, uh, people, I guess you could say okay. groups, more so groups. Um, okay. One is I have a few mentors, um, not including my mentors from the program. I have a few outside mentors and a lot of, um, a lot of leads came from them, which is great. Okay. Um, that's fantastic. That's yeah. been, and I'm more than grateful. So trust, I have a list of people that I owe a lot of beer to. So <laughs> that's, that's definitely up there. Um, as, and as for like, Freelancing, um, I've joined a lot of these uh, like creative agencies, I guess you could say, uh, okay. like these temp places, yeah. um, you know, the creative groups, the aquins of the world. Right um, on, right on, yep. They have been, I mean, from the moment I signed up, I think I si- I'm signed up with four of them. From the moment I signed up with them, I was getting calls left and right for like, you know, different positions. Yeah. And um it's kind of great. Some of them were awesome. Um, 
so far my two first freelance roles have been sort of solo i guess you could say okay uh, but <clears throat> and that's not that, that's not too bad you know it hasn't been terrible um but i can't say that usually anyone that's looking for uh freelancers i have i feel like from what i've seen are companies that don't have a true ux team so they need that one person to help fill out that gap for that one project for however long they need for yeah um so far it's been a great experience so i'm really really happy with it yeah fantastic that's wonderful and that's um that's actually kind of how I started in UX too. I went from uh, graphic design um, through a boot camp and then into UX, and I started as a freelancer uh, working yeah. for a, a software company. And then they ended up hiring me full time. Oh, nice. And then it went from there. Yeah. And then we bought nice. another company. So all of a sudden we had a bunch of other designers I could talk to. So I was no longer oh, alone. Sweet. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's crucial. Yeah, it's a, it's a totally different working situation when you go from just kind of being the lone designer kind of doing yeah. everything to having a team of people that you can collaborate with it's uh if you get the chance i highly recommend it <laughs> yeah i mean that's definitely what i'm trying to get into now you know i i've done it's been about a little over half a year of me doing the solo stuff and and, and again it's not bad it's just i'd like to see what it's like to do to work on, on, a, on a team you know a nice little yeah. four five six team um yeah that's probably my next move i guess you would say okay very cool very cool. Um, and so just thinking about, you know, somebody just a, a year or so behind you who's mm -hmm. contemplating making the shift into the career about what they're going to do. Um, what kind of mind shift do you think they need to make to go from kind of, you know, no experience to landing that first role? Um, Oh man, listen, the first thing I had to get used to was all of a sudden everyone gets to, wait, scratch that. What okay. I had to get used to, <laughs> what I had to get used to mm -hmm. um, was applying to jobs before was applying to a job, showing them a resume than just talking about my experience. Mm -hmm. Now it's applying to a job, showing them my resume and then praying that they see my resume and then hoping at the end of that, that they also like my work. <laughs> so that's like a whole new, that I was telling, you know, this is no offense to other people or I'm not trying to boast about myself, but I've always found myself to be pretty good at, at landing jobs. Like I, I'm pretty good at uh, interviewing with other people and pretty, I make everyone feel pretty comfortable, you know? Yeah. But I'm like, man, now they gotta like, like my work also, or like yeah. at least understand why I made decisions, you know? Oh man, that took a lot of getting used to. So definitely everyone needs to get used to that part. That yeah. idea of <laughs> it's not, it's no longer just about your personality now, <laughs> you know, it's also about make sure that your work is good and make sure that they understand why you made the choices you made. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. You're definitely yeah. you're very much on display. Like, yeah, exactly. Kind of, for everybody to see and it's, you know, your personality, your work. Yeah the way you yeah. handle yourself in the interview it's everything and it's uh, exactly that's a really good one I, I think that's something a lot of designers struggle with like at first is just talking yeah. about their work and talking about why they make decisions the way they did right um yeah and and then just being like why don't you make this decision and you're like you're right why didn't i make that decision <laughs> <laughs> why didn't i move that button that icon over 
why yeah. didn't I do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, so I think I, I think that shift of okay, now people are gonna critique you. They're gonna really critique your stuff. This isn't just about mm-hmm. critiquing your previous experience. This is also your work. <laughs> so that that was a bit <laughs> of a shift for me, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I I, I could see that. Um, and is is there anything you kind of you know wish you knew before you got started? Um. I wish I knew how popular it was, <laughs> how popular UX design was. Oh yeah, way before, but more so. Um, I also wish I knew how much it was going to boom within the past year. Also, I would have started this a while back, huh? Um, <laughs> now that now Google came out with that program or whatever, now everyone's doing it all over LinkedIn. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that. I gotta, I'll have know. to look into that one. Yeah. Yeah, I want to look into that too myself and see what's <laughs> going on. Um, some of the things I really wish I knew more so was just, I know a lot of people don't say it, but on the freelancing side, I've noticed a lot of people ask, um, or a lot of companies ask if you have any experience using like Adobe products and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I will promise on everyone that you definitely don't need to know, but on the freelancing side, I could see and I could tell that they want the unicorn um and if i can go back in time or more so even now i could still do it i think i want to learn a little bit more about like you know adobe illustrator and photoshop not saying that you're always going to need it because i've only used it so far maybe like three or four times for little things but being able to say yes i know these things very well I think this is gonna, it makes a big difference. As, only on the freelancing side, I can't say for full time work, but on the freelancing side, it's usually one of the top questions on there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah, but b- besides that, uh, I, I think I, I, I and I still kind of don't know too much. It's I, I want to know more, or I wish I knew more about you know how the, the research is conducted. Um, especially if you're by yourself, like what do people, what do you do when you're by yourself and not with a team to conduct some research, you know? Um, And more so, um, and I think that this is somewhere where the bootcamp sort of lacks is, Mm -hmm. I mean, only mine, I can't say. And if anyone's listening at any point, Career Foundry was great, but I wish there was a better, um, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a better way to, uh, ah, sorry. More so there's a best way to speak to management, I guess you could say, or speak to um, uh, upper level management about, I guess, you know, decisions and stuff like that. That's the type of, that's the type of stuff that you really only learn on the job, I think. And I also think that that's the type of stuff you learn on the job with a senior designer above you. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So kind of you get to work alongside somebody and see how they kind of handle the day-to-day interactions with whether it's senior leadership or it's developers, product owners, all those things. Yeah. So I wish I knew that that wasn't going to be taught to me, which I guess can't always be taught, but yeah, it's a little tough. You know, some people, some and, and again, I work agency now, right? So, yep. you know, it's really much so, but the client wants this. I'm like, but the user, yeah. <laughs> the reason you hired me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So it's, you know, and, and trying to not get frustrated, right? <laughs> yeah, no, and that's a, that's a really tough kind of 
bridge the gap, even, you know, as somebody who's been working in the field for a long time, those yeah. kind of relationships are always really the toughest part of the job because everybody's different. Everybody has a different agenda yeah. and you have to kind of yes. keep everything in order and in line. And um, yeah. there's a lot of give and take to it, but right. um, it definitely gets easier, I guess, with time and with experience. Yeah. But, I think, uh, I think one of the best relationships thus far, I mean, granted, I'm still pretty new in this thus far, finding a good relationship with your product manager, mm-hmm. that product manager is like the best middle person because they're the ones that sort of understand both sides of the situation. Yeah. <laughs> so finding a really good relationship with your product manager is like very crucial in this situation because they'll hear you yelling and screaming about why you designed this. And then they're like, yeah. don't worry, I'll talk to the, I'll talk to so-and-so about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's great advice. And also I find like the business analysts, the product owners getting yep. product managers, getting uh, you know, along really well with them. You mm-hmm. make a great team. And then when it comes to doing, you know, the research when you're on your own, I find it helps if you can really kind of activate those types of people on your team to kind of help with those activities. I mean, they have a yeah. lot of their own work they have to do but if you can at least have them involved in like, you know, interviewing customers or clients or, you know, taking notes as you're doing like the usability testing. Um, those people right. are a huge help in that aspect, especially when you're kind of the lone <laughs> gun on the team trying yeah, to take care yeah. of everything. So totally. Yeah. And account and um, account managers too, man, they, cause they're the ones that get the, the, the earful from the client, you know? So oh, getting yeah. that, Getting a good account manager alongside you is really good too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fun. It's been a long time since I've worked in kind of agency atmosphere. So yeah, um, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. Very, very fast moving from what I remember and a lot of, you know, Oh yeah. Gonna be late nights and all yes. that fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It's, 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 it's pretty cool. I mean, and especially working to freelance and this is sort of why I'm like, man, do I really want the full-time job? You know, there are days where I'm like, oh, I just worked 14 hours today. And then the next day it's like, oh, and I just worked three. <laughs> and yeah. then I get the full rest of my day, you know? Um, so, so yeah, it can be tough some days. And there's some days where I'm like, this is nice. I don't have to do too much today. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that, that's a really interesting insight. It's, something I've kind of struggled with my whole career is I was uh, freelance for many years mm-hmm. and I love the freedom. I love yes. the ability to say like, Hey, I'm going to take off and do this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the paycheck thing is a roller coaster, you know, like one month you get paid a certain amount. The next month you get paid half yep. of that. And it's, <laughs> that can be a yes, little that's bit. That's not fun. Yeah. 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 The watching the yeah. hours part is like, wait, but if I don't work today, <laughs> That means yeah. I don't get paid. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 tough, but I just I make sure to that my hours are pretty even every week, so yeah. um, I make sure to keep it there for sure. Um, yeah, that's it could, that could be rough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very cool. Um, so, any uh, what what was probably possibly the hardest thing you've had to deal with, kind of making the switch from a career as a university recruiter now career as a freelance yeah. UX designer I mean there are a couple things uh um I don't I no longer have Marriott points like I used to uh, <laughs> just oh, that, that's a big loss right there that was a <laughs> man I could I could 
I had a lot of points back then. Um, <laughs> but I, I think for me, the toughest part, honestly, not totally UX related, but honestly, I did this smack in the middle of COVID. So it was really scary for me. It was like, man, you know, yeah. is this the time to do it? You know, with COVID and all, like, you know, am I going to find a job afterwards? Like, this is a scary time. Like, how much longer is this going to last, you know? Yeah. That's- so that was pretty, pretty rough. And I mean, and mind you, I, wor- I worked for a state university. So I had a state job, <laughs> I had pension. I had, yeah. you know, I had the stuff. I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't making a million bucks by any means, but, you know, it's, it's the kind of job that you pay someone in their 20s that wants to travel the world and do it. And that's what I did, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, um, that's amazing. That's, oh, yeah, sounds fantastic. Right. Yeah, it is, it is. There are there are so many countries out there that are just so so amazing, and people really don't realize it. It's and and cheap. Like you could just go like Vietnam. You yeah. can go to Vietnam and stay in like a five star hotel for like I don't know less than a hundred bucks a night. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, people um, need to do it. <laughs> was was Vietnam your favorite or was any other particular oh. countries? Vietnam, I'd visit again on my own dime for yeah. sure because it's cheap enough to do it and you have a really, really good time. <laughs> yeah. um, Japan is awesome. Japan is okay. like, Japan is everything you think it is. Like whatever you have in your mind about Japan, it's that and more. Uh, yeah. I always tell people that. The only problem is that Japan is so expensive. So Yeah, I was going to say, definitely not on the inexpensive side. <laughs> yeah, it's like... I mean, I think I was staying at a hotel on the outskirts of Tokyo and I was paying like $300 a night, you know? So it's, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah, it's expensive. Um, Taiwan is like, okay. It's yeah. Taiwan one of the best places I've ever been to in my entire life, I think. Okay. So yeah. So I mean, there, yeah, oh, there are countries that I'd visit again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, yeah. Sorry for that tangent. Uh, oh, no, that's, that, that's perfect. <laughs> Brings me back to my uh, days of uh, bumming around Europe when I was in my 20s. Oh, yeah. See? Yeah, a we long need to time do, ago. Everyone needs to do that type of stuff, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Find a job that'll pay you to do it, too. <laughs> well, the good um, news is, is that you're doing yeah. UX design as a freelancer. So you yes. possibly could travel and still I could. do your Not work. Now. and Yeah, well. Yeah, nobody <laughs> can right now. No one can do that now. But yeah. I, I do have, I actually have a... Um, a buddy who is a, uh, they're, they're still calling him a graphic designer. I don't know how big UX design is in Japan, but they're still calling him a graphic designer, but he's doing UX design quick in reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they're being pretty strict there, but he, they went fully remote mm-hmm. and he's just, he like got rid of his uh, apartment or whatever in Japan. Okay. And he just keeps getting Airbnbs like up and down the coast of Japan. And he just goes to different spots every month or so i'm like yeah. man that's that's why you do this you know what i mean like you get that yeah. freedom you know <laughs> like this is there's so many great perks that come to this job you know yeah. uh but yeah so for, for me honestly the scary part was really just what's gonna happen you know after i'm done you know what's like yeah. I, don't, I don't even have that much money saved in my bank but I, you know i think there's something happens when it clicks into you that's time to move on you know yeah. Could you kind of pinpoint maybe like what was it that finally said, okay, I'm doing this. Like, is there any um, one particular thing or just the, well, overall? I had a, I had a little tiff with my boss at my former job, <laughs> but besides that, I, um, it really was just 
I was ready to do more with my career, like personally. Does that make sense? Okay. Oh, it yeah. got to the point where, yeah. where I was just like, I was like, I could do more. Like I can do more. I can do something that makes a difference. I can, you know, I can be my own boss or I can make, make something or do something that makes a difference or can change something. You know, it was something sparked in me at that point that I was like, it's just time, you know? Yeah. That's and great. UX is, and, and once and once I got interest, inter, introduced to UX design, honestly, from the moment I got interest, in, introduced to UX design, it was like, I don't know, maybe three months of me yeah. just sort of sitting on it, just sort of like back and forth, watching videos, like just learning as much as I can. And then finally, I was like, all right, it's time to do it. Yeah. And I did it. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Well, you did it. And that's like, yeah. the hardest part is that a lot of people will sit around and talk about it for a long time. They'll start yeah. a boot camp, won't finish it, um, which is understandable. I mean, everybody has, you know, mm-hmm. they have to put, you know, food on the table and do all those other things. So it's difficult to go through that process yeah. of taking a course, learning a new skill. And absolutely. Yeah. To what you're saying, I mean, that's exactly why I started this podcast is I love my career, but I want to do more with it. I want to meet other yeah. people. I want to do other things. And I get to talk to, you know, cool new people like you. Um, which is a huge benefit and (laughs) yeah you know hopefully help somebody you know find a a role or start a career Um, that's kind of the whole point of this so I really appreciate that yeah yeah good stuff Um, and so if you had to do it all over again you know going from zero to where you are now um, is there anything that you would do differently huh or would you do it again? <laughs> no, I definitely would do it again. I don't think I, yeah. I, I think, I think I finally found something that's like, this is my thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, which feels great because I'm the type of person that took forever to f- figure that out in life. Um, hmm. Other than I wish I did it earlier, um, especially okay. when UX was like booming. I want to say even like, almost, if, it, if I had found this maybe two years ago, mm-hmm. um, because I want to say like two years ago, at this point, almost three years ago, is when I was at my job and I was starting to like think of, okay, maybe it's time to move on. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I yeah, feel yeah. like, and I think that that's where some people are, and that's where a lot of people, when they're doing that career change, they don't listen to that first instinct. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, man, maybe I should change. And then like two years goes by, <laughs> you know? But, yeah. um, I think what I would have done, although once again, I will say I had a great time with Career Foundry, is I would have done more research on the different programs because there are just so many out there. Oh, and yeah. there's a few that like you get to, you know, I, like I, I met someone that I forget which program it was, but he he got to live on campus somewhere for like four months or something like that, you know, and okay. go in person. And I said, you know, maybe going an in-person thing would have been great too. Um, there's another really, really good one right by where I live. Well, it's in New York City. Um, I live like 20 minutes from New York City. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that program was so expensive, and but it was in person. So I'm like, man, an in-person program for me maybe would have been really good too. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think more for more so for me, the only difference, the only different thing I would do is would would be like to do more research on the different boot camps out there. Right on. Because there really are so many, but again, I really do think I chose a I chose a good one. Yeah. Um, 
But if I could go back, I think I would try to find one, even if it wasn't as well known, mm-hmm. if it had a component where I got to work with, you know, a, a, comp- a real life company, I would have yeah. picked that probably. Right on. Okay. Well, so I've talked to a few people now who have gone through these different boot camps, um, Springboard, mm-hmm. now Career Foundry. Um, mm-hmm. There's a few others, uh, a General Assembly. I think I want to do a show at some point where I have somebody who went through, you know, each of these different programs and kind of do like a little panel discussion. So if you'd ever be interested oh, yeah. in being part of that, um, would love to have you back. But um, yeah, actually, I think I know someone who did general assembly also. Yeah. You, um, are you friendly with Evan? Uh, Tyreman? So friends of Brian? I, 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 I don't know Evan, but okay. Brian talks to me about Evan as if I know Evan <laughs> all the time. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll text back and be like, wait, do I know Evan? And he's like, no, you'll meet him though. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. He was, um, he was on, I think the third episode of this show and he was career founder, mm-hmm. not career foundry, general assembly. And I met a lot oh, okay, of really, nice. really smart, really cool people who came out of general assembly and, you know, just yeah. like you, they, you know, thriving. So it's great. Yeah. No, I've heard really, really, really great things about the general assembly program. Um, and it, it would have been on the top of my list if it wasn't for the cost. But also, at right. the time, it was more so like it was the cost stayed the same and it was during COVID. So it was all going to be online. Yeah. So I was just like, well, if it's going to be online, I'm going to do what's best for my pockets. It's going to be out of a job for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, geez. Yeah. Well, so, um, uh, you know. Yeah. It's an amazing Sorry, journey. <laughs> no, no, it's an, it's an amazing journey. And I really appreciate you sharing that. Um, that's a difficult situation to be in. You have this fantastic career where you're traveling all over the world. And then all of a sudden it's all kind of, yeah, you know, over just like that. Um, but it really, yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. I really like your points you made about kind of getting those mentors and kind of networks when you decided yeah. to move into this. And then also one of the things you said, which I think is it's something I neglected for a long time. And that was mm-hmm. kind of connecting with those different like recruiting agencies. Um, yeah. They're yes. a huge help. Um, I don't know why, but for whatever Major. reason, I thought I didn't want to go that route when I first started working in the field, but um, yeah. they've been extremely beneficial to me ever since. So, yeah, no, yeah. I mean, it's, it makes the it, it, I, I think what for the newbies out there that are listening to this I hope at some point it, even that three months of experience is experience and it's just and it's kind of wild how you know I had an interview yesterday for mm-hmm. another freelance a freelance job and it um from what the recruiter told me like oh they like that you had a, a you know some experience I'm like man the some experience you know what i mean i'm, t- I'm talking like some you know this yeah. isn't like i had not even like a year i'm talking like some yeah. and it just makes a difference you know it's like yeah they, they got you they came they went for you because they know that you have good work they have you have some experience so you have an idea of what's going on so mm-hmm. honestly even that three months of you know temp position it just makes that difference it really really does that's fantastic yeah well and so where can people kind of connect with you outside of, uh, outside of here? Uh, well, I'm, I'm on LinkedIn. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so 
Everyone can just everyone can just look me up for Ivan Crago. Um, and you can also reach out to me through my website, IvanCragoDesigns.com. Um, there's a nice. there should be a contact there. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, well, it was really it was a pleasure meeting you and having you on. Um, and I definitely I think I'm gonna I want to bring you back if I do that panel discussion for all the different uh, yeah. design boot camps. I think that would be a lot of fun. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, this is great. I. Yeah. Love talking to people about my experience doing this. I've had a couple people reach out to me at this point, especially through LinkedIn. So yeah, it's it's great to explain it. But yeah, um, again, I really really want to exp express to people to definitely you know connect with people on LinkedIn. Definitely look at um, agencies you know to get mm -hmm. hired for temp or freelance positions. Those are crucial and definitely find a mentor. Those mentors really really help, especially the ones outside the. Uh, the bootcamp itself you know if you find ones that like genuinely want to help those mm -hmm. make the big difference you know oh that's fantastic love it and yeah, you can so pick a better mentor than brian so you've done good he's a good one <laughs> yeah. he's 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 great thank you so much for joining us today i hope you enjoyed this conversation uh, we'll be back again next week with an interview with mike reed a principal product designer for a big data company we'll also have some other interviews coming up talking about design sprints UX research, and also those who had skipped the whole UX job search and just went straight on to create their own design organization. Again, if you'd like to be a friend to the show, please feel free to like, comment, share uh, this podcast with anybody you know who might be interested in UX design. Really appreciate it. Talk to you next week.